This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. This week, we are talking to Fabio, otherwise known as Jacob, who was <laughs> sent home last night after his controversial comments to Gabby during the group date were not received well, to say the least. So, Mike, what are your thoughts yes. on that whole situation? Uh, you know me. I'm definitely going to ask him directly. I'm like, what was your, what were you thinking when you said that? Or were you not thinking at all, just thinking about how cold it was on your penis? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to ask him directly. To me, the like the what he did by trying to not date Gabby wasn't wrong, but the way he said it was yeah. absolutely Horrible. atrocious. It was terrible. Horrible. I know he has to look back at that. We're going to ask him, but like, bro, what were you thinking when you said that? I mean, I get it. He was probably thinking, oh yeah, I'm being vulnerable and honest, but. Bro, there's there's tact. Remember, we we've said that word a lot on our podcast. There's a way to do things. And he just things. he just blew it. So we'll if definitely he thinks have that to get was vulnerable. Into it I'm gonna need him to go back to a Webster dictionary. <laughs> seriously, seriously. That, that but before before uh, we get to the to this romance cover model, so we gotta get to our hot takes, man. What you got? All right, let's go, man. I actually got an interesting one. Uh, this is actually somebody I know told me this story. I thought it was interesting, so I thought I'd share it on hot takes all right man so let's just say hypothetically speaking a man and woman started dating let's say it's early in the relationship about three months everything is going absolutely smoothly perfectly for that fact um the woman basically has nothing bad to say about this guy it's like this guy was dropped out of heaven They finish each other's sentences. Everything is reciprocated on both sides. It seems like the perfect match, right? Like too good to be true, honestly. Um, And then let's say like two, three months in, she gets the ominous woman, quote unquote, woman to woman Uh DM. Uh I I don't know if you've heard about this, but, you know, uh, an ex-girlfriend slides into her DMs and says, hey, girl, woman to woman, I just want to warn you about this guy that you're dating. Mm. And then all of a sudden, it's like all that good feeling, all that, you know, all those butterflies just yeah. drop. Right. And you're like, what the hell? It's like, I knew it. I knew it was too good to be true. Yeah. And let's say she decides to take a call with this girl just to see, you know, she wants to see a little see if she can pull up a little dirt on you, Mike. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do as a guy in that situation? My first thought in your scenario is, did she ask for like proof that they were ever together in a relationship? Yes, was they, it like were, a, okay. they definitely so, were. So they were together for about a year, according to the story. This is all according to the story. Uh, yeah. They were together for a year, and they moved in together about 
I would say after three, four months. So they were living together. Okay. Okay. The girl eventually moved out probably a month after you started dating. So the Ooh. girl... So okay, they were on the outs. Girl. Okay. They were on the outs. Yeah, this was the exact, the immediate previous woman. Okay, yes. That woman was eventually on the outs. They, like, decided to part ways. But, you know, how it happens sometimes. Like, they're in, in your crib. They're moved in. You want them to move out. Eventually, by the time they, and he already had met this new girl who everything was supposedly perfect with. Mm-hmm. But he was still resolving that previous situation. But he eventually got her out. And he was smitten with this one girl. My face is doing this because there shouldn't even be a, a, a resolving. It's like, hey, this is the conversation we're having. It we're cutting it off right here. If you do what you're supposed to be doing, ain't no, we're still like lingering this situation on. It's like we cut it, we're done. Yeah, they were officially done, but it took a little, like there was a little lag in the process un- until she actually fully Fair. got out of his life. But Fair. fast forward three months, you know, she's in the rearview mirror, and she actually reaches out to the girl and says, "Hey, girl, woman to woman." I got to warn you. And basically when they talked on the phone, she was basically telling this guy that or she was basically telling this girl that he how much of a monster he was, that she thinks he cheated, although she didn't produce evidence. She thinks he cheated. She saw things. I would listen, but I'm not going to like allow it to, you know, change my attitude. So you as the woman in this situation, I'm like, you ain't got hell, woman, man, it doesn't matter. Like You don't got proof of that situation. Correct. Yeah. She didn't provide any concrete evidence. It was all, you just know, how she felt. Yes. How she felt. Which you know, she, was, she would say stories in this and that. And um, so, I mean, how would you take that as the guy? Like, let's say the woman came up to you after the fact and was like, oh, hey, I'm man. the guy in this scenario. Yeah. Let's say you're the guy. Okay. Why okay, not? Wow, it's funner okay. that way. Right. Yeah, It's funner that way. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. Okay. So I'm dating. Um, let's say I'm dating a woman named Amber. Right. Amber yeah. K. Right. And she has. And then we break up and then I'm dating a woman named Katie S, right? Yeah. And Amber tells Katie that- DMs her, yep. Yeah, she DMs her. I'm gonna hope that Katie, my new girlfriend, comes to me and you know just straight up asks me my thoughts. Before or after they talk? I mean, I can't control that, it really don't matter. If I like a little feisty woman, to be honest, so she, she probably gonna talk to her first. <laughs> the type of woman I like, she go, but, who the hell? You know, I like a little feistiness, you know, <laughs> make it all good. But if I'm, <laughs> if I'm the dude in that situation, first off, I should have known what I did. You know, I should have known whatever it is I may or may not have done. And if my girl isn't coming forth, I'm probably going to see that something's changed. And I'm just be like, yo, it's good. And then hopefully she tells me. And I'm probably going to be annoyed if it's not true. Or if it is true, I'm just, I think the best thing that you can do is just sit on it. You know, like, hey, I did do this. I did do that. Yeah. So basically the way it went down is they talked. She said, talked all this crap about you. Right. And then she came to you and was like, hey, look, this information was presented to me. I want you to be honest. She basically took your side of the story or listened to you about what you had to say about the relationship. And that's beautiful. Yeah. And you basically denied everything that was going on in the past. Like, you know, that woman's just jealous or whatnot. She's. You know, if that's how that, I truly feel. Then yeah. yeah, that's how I truly feel. But like, let's say I cheated, right? And the girl says I cheated. Then I'm I'm need to be one. I'm need to come forth about that. You know, like I did cheat on her. Like that's all. I me as a man in that situation, I'm gonna be honest about what I did or did not do. And if I did not do it, I'm like, yo, I didn't do that. She just hating. 
because I'm with you and you, you know what I mean? You, you upgrade, baby. What's up? Like, I would just tell the, the honest truth. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, and like, like you just said, let's say, let's say you did cheat. Do you think okay. that would have a, a negative impact on what your girl would think? Because I mean, some, I feel like I, sometimes relationships, you know, they're, they're individual, right? They're in each, each of, to each their own as far as relationships. Like it's, they are individual, but no one yeah. should be cheating. No relationship. Correct. 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 Yes. And I know you feel that way. Um, I just want to let it be known. Basically, what do you do in that situation? You know what I'm saying? As like the man you, or the woman? As the man. As the man. And she I did cheat. Okay. And I did cheat. Yeah. Do And if she's like coming at me now, I'm going to have, hey, what you do in the dark, come out in light. And so therefore I'm going to have to, if it's me, I haven't know that. No, will I ever do it? But I will just be honest about the situation and, and hopefully we get through it. And I'll tell her why I did it. And hopefully she could. I mean, she can't necessarily forgive me. It wasn't nothing for her to do. Uh, but also, with that being said, I just, I've never been in that position. <laughs> I've never had yeah. it in that position. So I don't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the, the guy, reason I would never cheat. But he could have done something else, right? We're just making this excuse up. He yeah. could have been love bombing her. He could have put his hands on her. He could have been not giving her no attention. You know, it could be a million things that he could have done. You know? Yeah. And she, I mean, let's, let's face it. I mean, she, I think. As the woman dating the guy, I think you got to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? He's the one that you've established the trust and the relationship with. I yeah. mean, if he denies everything that went on with this other woman in the past, I mean, what do you do? You just got to move on, right? Like, you just got to, you know. That's what I want to talk about from the female perspective or from the woman's perspective. How would you take it from the woman's perspective? From the woman's perspective, I think you got to take your man's side. I mean, you don't know this girl from a hole in the wall. She may be totally lying about everything just to throw a wrench in his plans because she's jealous. She's bitter about how they broke up. Maybe they, maybe it was a messy breakup. That happens. He's in a new relationship now with you. Maybe he's a totally different man with you now, right? As a woman though, I think you definitely should maybe have your antennas up, yes. right? You know, obviously yes. if that comes to light, you thought everything was smooth and everything was absolutely perfect and now this bomb gets dropped on you not necessarily you listen to this other person but you know you just keep it in the back of your mind and if anything sketchy happens in the future i just don't think you let it like fester fester right yeah. you don't let it fester and affect your relationship you had to trust just before this woman came into your life and told you that news so i think you keep that going and you and you trust your man and you move forward and you be happy with him but it just Keep it in the back of your mind and keep your antennas up. That's all. Keep it in the back of your mind, keep your antennas up. If I was the woman in this situation, or the man, it doesn't matter the gender, right? If I'm the if I'm the, the recipient of this information, this news yeah. or whatever you may say, I and I'm in a beautiful, like almost too good to be true relationship. I'm probably gonna hear it out. Let's just be honest. I'm probably gonna hear it <laughs> and see what and see what this individual has to say. First, I'm gonna ask for receipts. Two, I wanna confront my girl, I'm gonna confront my partner and just hear them out completely without judgment whatsoever. Three, my partner more than likely is gonna say something that's not gonna make me feel bad, right? Three, that shit gonna stay in my head for at least a year. And then, you know, it, it subsides and it just goes away. And whether my girl was lying to me or not, she treated me right, and so. Yeah, like me as a guy, I would just, I would hear her out. Obviously she's concerned, right? She has questions. I'd answer every single question answer every single concern that she has 
about the situation, make her feel comfortable, make her feel secure, right? Because this is like the first time that there's like a dent in the armor, right? As far as the relationship, because yeah. everything was perfect prior to this. So I would definitely console her and, you know, reinforce her with, you know, words of affirmation and just basically act the same way I've been acting, right? And just make sure that she knows that you're there for her, you're only there for her, and that, you know, you want to be happy with her moving forward. And, you know, hopefully she takes that and 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 they go on to be happy together. Uh, that's, that's, I guess that's all you could do in that's terms all you really of, can do. Yeah, yeah. That's all you really can do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I want to ask you this, man. So in regards to the episode this past week, uh, episode three with Gabby and Rachel. It was a doozy, man. First and foremost, first and foremost, I must say this. I feel so bad for them. I feel so I bad did. for the ladies. I did too. I, did I felt too. bad for Gabby. Uh, I felt bad for Rachel because there is a, a, a element, there's an element to where, and I've talked about this a million times to fans across, you know, uh, some states and stuff and abroad about like, you're not going to like every single person, right? The lead is not going to like every single person. The One of the contestants will not like every single lead automatically. And, but it feels, it can, it can play at your heart, you know, when there's two of you, right? If it's me and you as both the bachelors, for example, you know, I might be psyching guessing myself as strong as my self-love is. I still might psyching guess myself a little bit of like, man, you know, Brian got that good Colombian hair, whatever the case may be. You got them 17 abs, right? Uh, whatever the case may be. And so I, I really felt for them. But then with that being said, you know, there's two leads. And I think the girls did a great job of saying, hey, at this rose ceremony, I pick one side or the other. So my hot take for you, is there like a, is there almost a wrong or a wrong way to break up with someone? A wrong way? Yeah, absolutely. The way Jacob did it. (laughs) (laughs) Straight straight up. I mean, that was that was pathetic. And we're going to have to discuss it with him. Um. But I agree with you, man. I mean, overall, like initially when the season first started, I felt like more than ever the leads were comfortable because they had each other to lean on. You know what I'm saying? Like other leads, they were solo. They were by themselves. They didn't have anybody else to rely on. But now as the season's gone on, now it's like you see that that little clash starting to, to develop where it's like some guys are choosing Rachel, some guys are choosing Gabby. And I would, I would say a, 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 a a bridge that we need to cross and not clash because they're not clashing with each other. It's just correct. Like, correct. Yeah. Yes. But, but, but my bad on the on the wording. I so, agree. yes, there's it, it's something where 
they're actually getting in their heads now more, I guess, because as the leads, as the leads, because now the guys actually have, quote unquote, some power, right? They get to choose essentially because that's what they were saying on the on the show, on the episode where it's like they wanted to get control of the power again. You know what I'm saying? Being a single lead, like everybody's there for you. But now these guys have a choice of going with Gabby or Rachel and. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. Like if let's uh, let's say like you just gave the example, if it was you and me, you and I as duo bachelors, you know, it doesn't feel good if you're there standing yeah. with a rose and they're like, sorry, I'm here for Mike. Yeah. It's like, OK. And then Jesse comes in like the grim rose reaper and takes the rose away. Like, yeah. what the hell? Which it's 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 hard. It's hard to be in there. I can completely feel for them. I completely feel for them. Yeah. Both of them. Because I mean. That's just natural as human beings. That's who yeah. we are. We're going to look sucks at sucks getting rejected. It sucks getting yeah, rejected, sucks. especially but I think, the But don't you think that they did the right thing? Like I felt like oh for sure when they, they plan to, to quote yeah. unquote gain that control back and just establish their own separate journeys. I think that was the only course of action that had to take place eventually. They did the right thing. Remember, I back before the season even started, I said you said you would have went in with one woman in mind. I said I would have went in open because I would have known nothing about them whatsoever. And I'm an energy guy and I, I, you know, vibe off of your energy. And so I would have, by this point in time, picked one or the other. And so I think that was really good for them to say, hey, you guys need to pick one or the other. But again, there was nothing wrong with a person saying, hey, I don't think you're my my woman. And it just, that just is what it is, the way that they set up the show this year. Yeah. But Jacob, terrible, bro. Terrible, yeah. terrible. Hayden, just, Hayden, just, terrible too. Just go back to being Fabio on the cover of a magazine, <laughs> uh, cover of a romance magazine. Take your shirt off, ride the horse in. Let me ask you something, Mike. So, but what about these guys who went up to Rachel in the rose ceremony, denied her rose because they were there for Gabby, and they still got sent home because they didn't get a rose from Gabby? Like yeah. those got were those the guys that were playing kind of both sides and trying to figure it out, and it just got too late in the game, and now all of a sudden. It's like, that's why I was always saying you should always just go for the one you like and just stick with that one because that maybe is something that could happen to you now. I'm still going to say what I felt. And the reason I can say that is because you said when you go in, and you, the, the lady would always be able to say, I knew you wanted me from the beginning, which is beautiful. It's sweet. It's yes. sincere. It's true. Yes. Right. My thought would be, hey, I would love for her to realize like, hey, Mike came in here without watching me on a previous season of Clayton, for example. Right. And yeah. he knew nothing about me except for the way that I look. And True. he wanted to get to know our personalities. And through getting to know me, I know that you really want me for me. And that's why I chose and still choose the way I do. But <laughs> Jacob was a shit. <laughs> but let's bring Jacob in. Of course, we're going to treat the homie with full respect. Let's bring Jacob in. I'm sure he's a wonderful, phenomenal human. Let's talk it out with Jacob. Welcome, Jacob. It's so great to have you on Talking It Out today. How you doing, man? Excellent, excellent. How y'all doing? It's great to have you, man. But first, I'm going to jump right into it. Jacob, I just want to let you know, man, I think that you look phenomenal, but I definitely was talking shit about your exit. just want to let you know that, bro. We're going to talk it out. We're going to talk it out, man. You you came in on your high horse. (laughs) I did. Left left on a little bit of a down note, though. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, honestly, it was... uh, Definitely a tough, tough ending for me um, and, and tough ending for everybody in general. Um, I felt bad that it kind of was the, the the rose ceremony was, well, the cocktail party was canceled because of me. Basically, from what 
from what me and maybe a couple other gentlemen said. And um, that really bites because, you know, I felt like I had more to give. And um, what I had said was obviously was a little bit, um, it was definitely rude. Um, I look back on that and it's funny when you watch yourself uh, on, on the, on the show, it's like, you don't really get, you're in the moment when you're, when you're with them, but, and you're trying to be as honest as you can, but you don't realize the context of what you're saying. And what, when I look back on that and I see that my conversation with Gabby could have gone a lot better. Um, there's a lot of things I shouldn't have said. And there's a lot of things I should have realized that Gabby was going through or what she could have been going through that I just, yeah, I just said too much. Well, well, unpa- go ahead, Brian. No, yeah, I just wanted to unpack that a little bit more. Um, like, did you know going into that group date that you were going to tell Gabby that you intended only to pursue Rachel going forward? Like, was that your intention going into that date? Um, you know, it, it, I wanted that that night. I was I was looking forward because I hadn't talked to Rachel in a little bit of time, but um, there was certain signs I was getting from from her that were making it seem like she was interested in more uh, romantic way. And with Gabby, I don't know. I just, there was just something about it where I just didn't feel like I didn't see the connection. And when you don't see the connection and with, with how, how crazy this was with, with, with two bachelorettes and there's, you know, you have kind of a, a little bit of an option you get, you get in your own head about things. And I, 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 I should have I should have read the signs because you look back on the episodes and and there was moments where I think Gabby was truly interested in me and I just didn't see it. So um, you, and and it makes you really question yourself a lot of what, times. Were you going off of who you felt liked you? Um, I don't know. I, I I think that she had some. She had she probably had some interest in me. So when I went into this the, the when we were at SoFi Stadium and I went and I told Gabby how I felt, I was like, hey. Like, uh, you, you know, I sat her down. I said, how do you, you know, how are you feeling about this? How about us? And I said, and, and I kind of assumed that she was, that she wasn't feeling me. Gotcha. And that was making an ass out of you, you and I, you know, you and me, um, when I assumed that. And, and when I, what I should have done was I should have asked her, hey, what do you think about us? How do you feel about our relationship? And I should have, you know, seeing what her perspective was instead of just going right into it that was not the right way to do it um i have to i have to apologize to gabby i have to apologize to rachel as well i i just was so blatant with how i said things and yeah just it it sucks that um the way i the way i ended ended things there well you know just to our our bachelor nation sister i'm sure she'll appreciate the apology and you know knowing Brian and I know that you weren't watching it back like, damn, I could have been better, right? We know that you could have been better. You know it yourself. Yeah. But we didn't get to see you and Rachel's interactions as much. Was there, you mentioned earlier that you felt like she was doing some things that made you think that she wanted you in a romantic manner. What were some of those things that we, the audience didn't get to see with you and Rachel's connection? Uh, Yeah, Mike. So uh, pretty much what happened was there's some, I don't even think I got a chance to, for them to show me and Rachel's conversation. Yeah. But there was just subtle things that Rachel would would remember about like I had said something or she had noticed my hair in a bun or something like that. And she just like like made me just feel like you're like, damn, OK, like 
you remember that? Like, let's go. You the, know? Li- the little details. Those are, it's those the are key. We walked up the steps and she remembered something about, you know, my past that I had mentioned. And I was like, damn, like, you remember that? Like, that's that's really special to me. And, um, you know, those are the little things you don't get to see. It's the body language that I was just trying to watch out for. Maybe I'm not 100% great at it, at, at reading those signs. But, um, and here's the thing. I did not want, if, if I was going to go for Rachel 100% at this point, because at the beginning I was going for Gabby. At the, I was I was all in for Gabby. Wait, when you came into the show? Like before you When, when I you came said- to the show, I was, I was looking to talk to Gabby. Okay. And that's why I pulled her aside the first night. Okay. Um, and then the, the little things, I wanted to talk to Rachel too, because she's obviously an amazing person as well. And that's when I started to get these subtle, like we, we clicked, me and her, at least what, at least what, that's what I thought. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it just, again, I probably didn't read the room as, as correctly as I should. Uh, Jesse mentioned it at least once that we had to make, make our intentions known, um, and I was like, shoot. And I, w- and I was kind of panicking in that moment. I'm thinking, I, I don't know if I've made a great connection with either of the girls, yeah. but I don't want to lead anybody on. That's where I said, okay, I got to be, I got to be someone who's going to step up and talk to her. I'm I just didn't want it to go like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, Jacob, you're like, <laughs> just a pair, I mean, paraphrase it here. You said, even if you were the only person here, I don't think I could have, I don't think I could have had the heart to continue because we are here to find someone for the rest of our lives, but you're smoking. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was just the way it came off, man, that everybody's put off, especially Gabby, um, you know, Tyler, you know, he basically let her down as well but I, I think he did it in a much softer there's a much tact. genuine way there was more tact there yeah. um like do you regret saying those words like the way it, the way it came off the way you said absolutely, it ab- absolutely absolutely i uh the word the wording because if you look back on the episode you see that gabby is having a uh she's having a one-on-one date with eric and they talk about Eric brought, brings up the, how his parents are very loving and, and then they have a great relationship and all this other stuff. And Gabby, you know, she breaks down and, and, and starts crying based on the fact that she's had this tough, you know, relationship with their mother. And these are the things you don't know what they're going through. And, and when I when I watched that, I was like, damn, like she had been going through like trying to she's, she's trying to see, am I the ba- am I good enough to be the bachelorette? Am I good enough to be here? And for her to be questioning that, she should never, ever be trying to question that first off. These girls are amazing. But I didn't know that going in. And I'm just trying to be, I am the type of guy that was like, loves to please everybody. I'm a people pleaser. And when, and, and I'm trying to be her friend in that moment, because now I'm saying, okay, I just, I don't see us in a romantic way. I'm seeing us in, in some other type of context. And I'm just trying to be funny and jokester, like, hey, you know, like if I were the only person to be, you know, if I were the, if I were the only person to to be, you know, if, if you were the only bachelorette, I would I would take myself out of the competition. I look back on that now and I say, damn, like if someone had told me that, yeah. I would have felt like shit. Yeah. I would have felt like I would have felt like garbage because I'd have been like, man, this I am I not good enough for you? Like that really makes me feel, you know, bad about myself. So it, it was really just. A rude comment um and you know i didn't mean any you know malintent from it at all but the way it came out was was obviously just just not good 
Uh, fair enough. And I'm sure that Gabby and Rachel will hear your words. Uh, you had mentioned that you just spoke about Gabby on her one-on-one, I believe with Eric, and how he was able to uncover some information about her because of their conversation they had. They have a, a deeper level of conversation. We didn't, I just saw you leaving people behind, right? <laughs> we didn't really get to see the, the conversation. Uh, so did you with either? We saw a lot of physical, not a yeah, lot of uh, the emotional right? connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you, you had mentioned earlier when it came to Rachel that like she remembered things about you, but like, and I'm asking you, right? I'm not assuming anything. Did you have a conversation with Gabby or Rachel that was deeper than the surface? Um, yeah, from from TV's context, I mean, that's you all don't I'm really ask, get, This yeah, is your time, right. homie. This is your time to talk it out. Thanks, brother. Um, man, so I, from what you see on TV, you just see me like I'm the guy that comes with no shirt on, um, and and I don't have much clothes on. <laughs> I guess I'm that character now. It's like, and obviously, like I usually dress up pretty nice, but you know, for that moment, it was like, okay, let's just do it. Um, you don't get to see a lot of the deeper meaning to what I'm looking for. I am truly on here to find somebody. Well, and I wanna, if I, I believe you, I want to cut you right quick. Did you yeah. go deeper? Were there deeper conversations oh, with Gabby there, or Rachel, your bachelorettes, or was it just all fun and games? Was there a deeper conversation? Um, the 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 first conversation I had with Gabby was very deep. Um, I was, it was the first time I had pulled anybody aside. And as you guys could see, I pulled out a list of like the attributes that I'm looking for in a future partner. I, I'm dead serious. I've had that list for years. That is something that I've, I've I like to think of things like with a, um, affirmations, where if you write it down, it's going to happen. I didn't mean to bring it out that early. I wanted to wait until at least the third or fourth time I got to meet him, but I wanted to kind of go above a little bit, a step above. It looked from the outside, like I'm, oh, I'm listing for, I'm looking for every little piece that like, oh, you have to be, you know, physically this and mentally this and spiritually this, not at all. I'm looking, I'm, I, I know that you're not going to meet all of those levels, but I'm just putting it out there because eventually that you'll find that person that is that. Do you and meet all those levels? I definitely don't meet all those levels. I don't, I'm, I'm trying to work myself to, to, to meet, to meet some of those levels, but it's impossible. It's just putting, it's almost like putting a goal out there and you're trying to reach that goal. And it's a very, it's a very high goal to get, but if you put your, your goals way up here and you just get here, that's still very good. Shooting for the stars and land on the moon. Yeah, I exactly. get that. So uh, did, did your bachelorette journey change that list at all for you? Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, How so? You know, people think that I'm like, because I come with no clothes on and everything, I'm like <laughs> looking for physical, everything. But deep down, like I definitely, um, I, that stuff doesn't doesn't matter as much now. It's 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 about it's about if we vibe. It's about if like we're like truly like, a, uh, you know, you know, I can actually get along with you through and through. Um, and that's what happened here. I didn't I didn't have. I don't think personally, because of the, the how many guys there were, 32 of us, so that a lot of us had a, had a good amount of time to really even get to know Gabby and Rachel. Um, I can see that from being on the show. Know what I'm like, we didn't have any, I mean, I got, I got probably 15, 15 minutes maybe with, with both girls. Just you know, ab one. about that right quick. I, I want to just yeah. hear your thoughts on this. So. We heard from both the ladies and we as the audience could see as well, like it didn't seem like 
like were y'all almost yo? It's my turn to talk to. I'm gonna make sure I get my chance. I remember when I was on the show, you can Hannah will tell you like I was making sure that was, I'm gonna make I'm gonna get my yeah. opportunity to see her. You know, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. argue back and forth with producer. I'm gonna who who I need to talk to. I'm gonna cut in front of someone else. Did y'all do any of that? Were y'all like fighting for your woman? Like because what like, it seemed right, bro, like, Mike. Yeah. I mean, you you mentioned that you were basically assertive on your season, but I don't know, Jacob, if you were in that yeah, like, in the mansion when Gabby you know, basically showed up to the mansion and it just seemed like nobody was paying attention to her. Yeah. Nobody Same. was being assertive and trying to, you know, seize the moment. You guys were just like chilling with each other. So, you know, Hell you could- no, I, I was, I was the very first. So, so they, they showed our talk later on. I was the, when we cling glasses, I went right. And I, I grabbed Gabby's hand. I pulled her aside right to the fireplace. I was the very first person to walk up and, and pull her aside. So I was, I was ready to go. And I was constantly trying to like, I would, I actually, I pulled this move with, with Avon one time and, and he, he was laughing the whole time when we were doing this. Uh, he's with, he's with Rachel, but, uh, I, I, I walked up to them and they'd been talking for a good 20 minutes. Um, so I gave them their time, but I, I interrupted. I said, Hey, I'm sorry for interrupting right now, but, um, Jesse Palmer's in the other room. He's looking for you, Avon. He wants to do a TikTok dance. He's right around the corner. You should go check, dude. You should go check it out. And then Rachel's like, "Oh my God, you have to do that. That's so cool." And he's like, "Yes, awesome. Let's go." And then he gets up and he walks out. And then he walks around the corner and he sees Eric talking to Gabby or something like that. He's like, "Fuck." <laughs> that's actually good. That's actually good. That's good. That's actually good. That's actually good. Yeah, that's actually good. For sure, good. But but there were there were certain guys that tried to like pull them aside and um, you know if someone had tried to like pull. If they were trying to talk, if I'm trying to talk to you for, and I've only talked to you for a couple minutes, and then someone's trying to interrupt me, I would have been like, dude, like, there's no way I'm talking to her for at least another five minutes. You so know? when, and now we hear you out. I just want to like, again, we're just the audience. We, we we love the show. We want to get to understand exactly what took place. So when Gabby came by the crib, she came by the mansion, and it looked like all the guys were just playing grab ass, and Gabby <laughs> just sitting there glowing. It was awkward. It was awkward. Yeah, was that a true depiction of what took place? Yeah, take us behind the scenes there. It is a little bit, yeah. So we were, um, it was weird because some guys were trying to go up and and pull Gabby aside and like they wouldn't do it. And, you know, I had already had my chance to talk to Yeah, I was, it was, it was a little bit, I was like kind of taken aback by it too. I was like, step up when you can. Like, this is your opportunity. You don't need to ask for permission to go and talk to these girls. They want it. They want to sit down with us. Overall, look, every I'd say I'd say, you know, 95 to almost 100 percent of the guys were there for the right reasons. Um, right. I know them very well. But at the same time, they were being there was a, especially the first night. They were very timid. Some and, and, and that might have been me, too. I didn't get a chance to talk to Rachel as well. Basically saying y'all was a bunch of seventh graders at a dance. So, Jacob, I mean, you obviously felt that your connection with Rachel was stronger than Gabby's, you know, so you decided only to pursue her. But were you surprised when ultimately you weren't offered that rose? Uh, that's a good question, Brian. Um, you know, I and, and I was thinking about this a lot from from last night um, watching the watching the show. Um, I, I was, look, I wasn't surprised with, with how things, because, because I actually didn't, once, once I told Gabby this, I, I was, we were in SoFi stadium and I was trying to find Rachel and I couldn't find her the rest of the night. So I didn't even get a chance to speak with Rachel. It'd been probably a good few days before I had had a chance to even speak to her. So, so my last conversation with Gabby basically 
we're ending that relationship. I didn't have a lot of connection with, with Rachel that the other guys did. So I'm going to the rose ceremony like, damn, I may have just messed up my entire opportunity here. So I was very nervous going into it. I kind of had a preconceived like notion or just like a, a, I had a moment where I'm just thinking, well, this might be the end. Um, and uh, yeah, it, 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 it happened and it's probably mostly my fault. So Jacob, with that being said right there, if Gabby was to be the only bachelorette, what have taken place with you? Oh, that's oh, fuck, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's what, I mean, I said it. So, you know, if, um, cause honestly, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I, I think I call bluff on that. I think that yeah. you probably would have stayed. I don't know. I feel like you would have stayed, you know, and, and really flushed out that relationship. I, would you have left? Like you said, if there wasn't a connection, like, like why same would I situation, stay in, same scenario, same, same scenario. scenario. If only she's one bachelorette. Look, I'm going to try to see if there is a connection there, but if there's not, then I have no reason with staying with it. And I would have told her the same way. If, if, if I don't, if you're not my forever person, why would I keep leading you on like that? No, I would have definitely left, but it would, it would, I would have wanted to, I would have wanted to take him, uh, taking some time to actually get to know her and see if there was like, like more she, weeks. There's a lot of, if she wanted but, you, you would have stayed longer. If she, if she would have wanted, wanted me and I, and if she would have wanted to stay with me and, and wanted to pursue things, but then I didn't see a connection at that um, point in time, paint a picture at that very yeah. same point in time. Everything's the exact same. Only difference is Rachel's on the picture. At that exact same level of like and oh. or dislike, at that very moment, if Gabby was the only bachelorette, what would you have done? I would have probably pulled myself from the competition. Okay. And, I, and, I, and I'm honest and truthful with that because of the fact that I'm not trying to lead anybody on here. So I'm you went trying. into it for Gabby and the time that you would have spent until that final conversation, basically those feelings basically just deteriorated, like the disconnect was just there that you would have gone home. Um, you know, again, I didn't have, I, there wasn't like a ton of time where we could have really gotten to know each other. Um, so it, it, look, I took back what I said to a lot in a lot of ways. Like it, it, we, we were having a, and, and even to like last night when I was sitting there, I, I, was, I was just chilling on the couch and, and, and watching myself say this. And I'm like, like, damn, that's just so like rude. And then this uh, this girl right next to me, she kicks me really hard in the leg, and I'm like, oh my god! I'm just like, why would you say that? I'm like, I I I know what? <laughs> why did I say that? Um. In that exact moment, I don't. I know I just said I would take myself out of the competition, but I I look, I wanted to get to know these girls more than what I did. I truly wanted to get to know them, and I just didn't have the I just didn't have the time. To, but to, like Brian that, said in that, man, that's why I got to I got to pull your car on that one. You said you only got like 15 minutes total and you didn't get much time, which is fair. Like we've been in the same position yeah. as you, bro. It's fair. You didn't get much time. We completely on your side. But you're saying you would have sent yourself home because there was no connection. But you're also saying I didn't get no time with her. And so that's why yeah. we were asking the question, yeah, like, you know, you see where like, we're is it from? because is it because it's, you it's, had it's, that it's option? That. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, is it because you had that option of Rachel that it was easier to basically bow out out of the, you know, out of uh, pursuing you're Gabby's almost sure, heart? You're almost sure of yourself that, oh, Rachel and I are cool. She remembers my bun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, 
it, it, it's hard to say, honestly. It's that's that's really tough that's thing to say. If, if again, bringing back to the same point, I don't want to lead anybody on, but it's like you want to have more time with this because these Agreed. girls are. I mean, that's it. That's all I can say is there's just that there's you want to have time. You want to have time with them. Let me ask you, what was your biggest uh, your biggest lessons learned from being on The Bachelorette? Not that in particular situation or if it may was that, but like in total, in your time, what was your biggest lessons learned? Well, you learn a lot about yourself. Um, you learn a lot about um, uh, you, you, what your passions are and and trying to have a connection with someone like. If you look at the, if you look at like out in the, just the real world where you have, you know, you can go on dates and then you can, you'll, you'll go on a date for, for a couple of hours with somebody and then you won't see them for a week, go on another date and then you wait another week and you got all this time. You got, you got, you're just chilling, you're relaxing. In this setting, it's a, it's like this just crazy competition that you have to like, you have to use every intention possible to win these girls over. And that is, you know, like it gives me more, more of an, uh, like I, I'm starting to realize like what I want in a future partner is there's a lot more to it than, than there used to be before the show, before the show, you know, you, you, are I, so I had a relationship, um, back when I was in San Diego, um, I was with somebody for about, you know, almost a year we moved in together. Um, we felt when we moved in together, we started to, disconnect um and we actually broke things off mutually it was it was like one of the most challenging things that i had gone through and i at that point said all right it's time for me to transition somewhere else i moved out of san diego i moved to scottsdale arizona started over focused on myself and that's when i got you know told to go on this you know although i was nominated for the show i, I said like am i ready to do this and I went on the show and when I, when I was there, it's like, you learn so much about what do you want? What do you want from yourself? But also what do you want in your partner? I don't know. That's probably the biggest lesson I learned. And what, what, what do, do you, you want? want? Yeah. yeah. What do you want? <laughs> exactly. What do I want, um, you know, I want somebody who is, is goal oriented. I want somebody who is, who is, who has their own life to like to live that has their own, like they want to do big things. And, but they're at the same point, they're, they're, they're living their own life. They're doing their own thing and we can, but we can come back together and be one. Um, I want someone who boosts me up, who, who makes me want, want to go and uh, just do, do better things in life. That's truly what I want. I want somebody who's gonna make me feel happy, make me feel special. And I wanna do the same for them. That's what I'm truly here for, man. Like this is, that's, that's, that's what that taught me too on the show. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's just say, well, first off, I want to go back. Kudos to you for coming out there looking like Tarzan 2.0. <laughs> I 
uh, out of the limo. Fabio, hey, Tarzan. Yeah, like ro- the whole romance nine, cover right? model. The whole nine. I'm sure you're going to get some deals with that. <laughs> like, what was your mama thinking when she saw you come out? <laughs> oh, my God. Man, my mom, she's beautiful Texas woman. Um, she was, she had, when I first even told her I was going on the show, she was like, oh, my goodness. Okay. That's my, that's <laughs> my like, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's my baby. Don't, like, she's just like, don't do anything to, like, you know, hurt yourself or you know, don't be a good, fun guy. And I was just like, I will. That's, that's me. You know me. I'm a fun guy. Like, I, Kawhi I like Leonard, fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, you took that to a 10 right there. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I went, yeah. And uh, I, when I got home, I, you know, I mentioned, I was like, hey, mom, so just know, I'm probably not going to be in a lot of clothes in this show. And she's like, oh, Lord. She's like, that's what you work out for, son. We understand. Oh, man. Yeah. But no, she's, she was, she's, she's good with it now. And my whole family, they're, they're positive. My, my entire family is really positive about it. Um, and I think there was, they all thought, think it was a good thing. They're, they're all telling me, it's like, Jake, like, of the people we know, you were the perfect person to go out and do, do something like this. And I was like, damn. I mean, you, you have the look, man. I, I got to give it oh, to no, you. Stop. Sure, you definitely have the look. <laughs> you have the look. But, man, you we want honest, you got it. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> but, man, let's take it back, man. We want to learn a little bit more about you. Um, you know, obviously you mentioned that you moved to Scottsdale. Um, but what was Jacob like in high school and college? Damn. Bringing it back. Yeah, man. Um, you know what's so funny is, like, in high school, I was um, – I was on, I played soccer. So I was on the soccer team nice. and, uh, I had the most zits of anybody in high school. I, yeah. So I, t- I took Accutane and, and my entire face broke out to where it was like, it was like, I was the pizza man. You know, I, I wore a back brace because I had a uh, little bit of kyphosis um, in my back. So I was wearing this metal back brace. This is my senior year of high school too. So like we're going on our senior trip and I'm wearing this metal back brace that's popping out from my shirt. And, you know, I'm a skinny kid that has acne all over my face. Um, you know, obviously I had a short, I didn't have long hair till like a few years ago. I'm, I went from that to where I didn't have, like I was probably the ugliest kid in school, like the ugly duckling, to going into college where my face started to clear up. Um, you know, I started to work out. I started to eat better foods and be healthier and stuff like that. And, and things started to change and honestly, I, uh, I kind of got out of my comfort zone a little bit. Like I was very shy, very, very, very shy kid. Like I'm still shy to this day. Like doing anything like this is way above my, my comfort zone. But, um, yeah, I, I've definitely changed a lot since I was in high school. Do people look back like high school or college kids like see you now? Like I, like I know there's like those shows, Mike, have you ever seen like Maury where it's like from zero to hero? Like yeah. you know, he was like the nerd in high school and then all of a sudden you show up in your in your fa- all your Fabio fabulousness and it's like Fabio well, well, fabulous. well, Where well, did well, this come from? School. Huh? What were y'all like in high school though? I, honestly, man, I can relate to your story because I was I mean, maybe not all over my face, but I definitely had an acne problem and I took Accutane. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember that and yeah, like I I definitely, some people, you know how they say they peaked in high school. Like I started peaking more like college in my after years, you know what I'm saying? Like, but in high school, I was like you, man, I was shy. You know, I played sports as well, but didn't have, you know, too much luck with the ladies (laughs) just because I was a little insecure of myself. But, but yeah, man, I can relate. I was just tall and skinny. 
<laughs> I think we all had that awkward face. Yeah, it looked like, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure Brian had at least 13 abs back then, too. Uh, oh, for sure. For sure he did. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg skinny. <laughs> that skinny, Mike? Snoop Dogg son. Snoop Dogg son, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was 6'4", 165. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, so it was, it was 165. Woo. It was bad. <laughs> so can I ask you, when you had uh, some back ailments that you had to get through, is that like part of the reason why you work out so hard? Oh yeah, definitely. That because that I, is one one of the main reasons. Like, I mean, also for to feel good too. I yeah. think when you continue to kind of do like aerobic exercises, hit workouts, um, you know, uh, heavy lifting type stuff. Most recently, I just got a trainer to kind of like start to work on different different things that I don't know how to work, um, and and I just feel freaking good. Like right before this, this, this podcast, I, I just got out of the cold plunge. I just hit like a, like a six, seven minute, 45 degree cold plunge, sauna go. work. Like yeah. I just love like stressing myself out and like physically. So that way I feel great. Just, just everywhere else. Tell me Gosh. about that. I mean, me being a chiropractor, man, I'm just like interested with, you know, the kyphosis and the brace yeah. and all that. Like, how did you get out of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did your body you know, with the rehab, how did you recover from, from that condition? Uh, a lot of, a lot of PT. Um, I was constantly working on stretching and I had a pretty big curve in the top portion of my back. And then I had some lordosis in the bottom part. You can still see it a little bit to this day with my shirt off, but I'm not, I'm totally open with my, I'm, I'm okay with my body now. Like to where I said, cause I, cause I told myself, I said, look, let's never like, like slump over again. Like let's sit up straight chest up like just you know good posture different. So that's why yeah. i did i just i just sat up straight like i finally i did the back brace for like uh, i think it was almost 12 months and by the time i got done with that my back had kind of gotten a lot lot straighter and from that point on i just said all right let's let's continue to do pt stretch um just i, I started swimming a little bit too so that helped but yeah swimming's really good for you long term yeah. Swimming definitely is definitely is absolutely. Jacob, we want to know like a bit more about you. Like currently, you're not on TV. What what do you do now for work? What is Jacob's day in and day out like? Yeah, so I'm I'm the type of guy who's like really, um, I love I love putting data together, but I also like building relationships with people, and that's why I say real estate and and mortgages and lending. That's like my go to. Like I love I love building value for my clients in a way that makes it so that they win and that I win. So by doing that, I can, I can always do real estate for the rest of my life, whether it's investing, whether it's helping people invest, um, being a lender, being a broker, uh, the whole nine yards. I just, I, that's, that's pretty much what I'm doing now. I'm just sticking to what I know and that's building relationships with good people. Um, building like even on the show in the second episode, as you guys can, uh, remember, I was, my, my talent was to sell Gabby and Rachel yeah. a 30 year fixed mortgage. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, I, I was like, Whoa, okay. How are you going to do this one? Uh, so let me, let me ask you for, for, the, for the listeners out there, uh, you live in, you live in Scottsdale right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So on like a Saturday, are you going to Sedona? Are you going to a baseball game? Are you cool. going to the gym or are you going out to the club? Like if you have to choose one. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much Scottsdale on a, in the loop right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which one of those four are you doing? 
I'm doing all four. You're doing all four? Okay. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, you know, Sunday, you might throw in a baseball game. Exactly. Yep. Gym, baseball game, and then to the club. There's so many different options, man, out here. I I love it. It's, I mean, look, it's a little bit hot. It's 105 degrees, but what are you going to do? It's, it's still, it's still a beautiful place to be. Sedona's right up the street. Um, you know, you can go up to Flagstaff to get away from it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, man, like it's it's just good people out here. There's just I think Scottsdale, Phoenix, um, you know, the the surrounding areas has just everyone. No one's like there's people that are from this area, but a lot of people are, are from other different places. It's definitely becoming a melting pot. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So. so I got to ask you, man, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you. My sister would probably get mad at me if I did not ask <laughs> you this. We're talking about Sedona. So we out there. You know, we out there in the trees, and we're talking about working out. So you swole. Then we talk yeah. about you on the Bachelorette and costumes. So or lack thereof, or lack, lack thereof. <laughs> so, bro, tell me about this leaf, man. Tell me about this leaf situation right did, here. Did, did you, you choose have that leaf? leaf on purpose? What was no, going on no, there? no. Uh, um, so I was running over, and I'm 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 running over to look at the costumes, and I had zero idea Franco had the leaf ready for me. <laughs> but, <laughs> He's like you'd be perfect for this. I know, like oh, Brian, yeah. knowing that we know Frank, this <laughs> yeah. is for you. <laughs> Here he had you I'll picked out it. from the beginning. <laughs> Y'all do this to me, man. So I I look over and I'm picking up some. I'm picking up different costumes and I'm like, oh, this looks nice. I'll get a suit. And then I'm like, oh wait, there's a name attached to it. Damn. I'm like, oh, that's Logan's. All right, fuck, put that back. I run over and then I I see my I'm just see my name Jacob. Okay, cool. And like, <laughs> He's like, where's the rest of it? Yeah, <clears throat> I, I had that on. I was like, no, wait, like, what am I supposed to do with this? And, uh, oh, man, I don't know. We found some tape and just taped that thing down. And, like, I'm walking over and the guys are just like, bro, put that thing away. Because it would kept it kept popping up, like, on a, on a side. <laughs> it was windy that day. It was windy, man. It was it was really it was windy. It was cold out there. I was cold. I'm, I'm wearing hey, nothing man. but that. You, you know, good and well, it was hot up there. He's just telling y'all it was cold. You know, <laughs> true. <laughs> hey, it, ha- it happens to the best of us. It happens. To- it happens hey, man, it but you were, you were definitely a good sport, man. But will you Thank be you. watching the rest of the season, even though you've been uh, eliminated at this point? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I definitely will be. Look, the, at the end of the day, the girls deserve to, to find their person. They deserve to find their true love. Uh, they're amazing people. And I'd say the same for the guys. All okay. those guys are there for the right reasons that are that are left. Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to watch the rest of it. I get I get to kind of sit back and relax now and just kind of uh, be out of the spotlight or you know maybe back in it. For some strange <laughs> feeling, I think that you'll yeah. be in the spotlight again. I mean, Mexico hot. You know, this dude's they probably, got a lot of leaves. He'll out probably there show up in the leaf. Let's yeah. be yeah. honest. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't it's, know. It's, we'll see, guys. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but listen, man, what, um, I mean, knowing what you know already, what advice would you have for anyone who comes on the Bachelorette in the future? You know, actually, I was about to ask you two guys that same question. Um, what advice would you give me? Maybe you guys can uh, say, give that to me after I answer this one. Um, but uh, if I could give any advice for anybody to come on the season after going through what I went through, I mean, just be yourself, like truly and 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 honestly, be yourself. Just do you. Um, but you gotta. This season was just so crazy with with the, with the two with with the two bachelorettes. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, if it's back to, I just think you have to just 
I don't know, it's just, it's so tough for me to even like ponder everything that, that went on, but just be yourself, be honest, be honest with, with the girls and, and you'll find your way. That's it. For sure. Okay. For sure. For sure. Um, maybe not too honest. Maybe not too honest. <laughs> At least uh, attack. That's the word. Uh, yes. Yeah, attack. That's the word we're looking for. Be <laughs> saying honest. It, just, saying it in a much better yes, way. Yeah. Say it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Brian, what would be your advice for I mean, just looking from the outside in at your season, I would say the word that just pops into my mind, especially with your situation, Jacob, is awareness, right? Like being self-aware, but being aware about your surroundings, like maybe digging a little deeper and seeing what these women were going through in real time so that you could obviously say things a little bit better in real time. Um, so that that's what really popped out to me. But I mean, as far as just general knowledge and just general advice, I mean, I'll say the same thing that I was given when I went on, um, you know, obviously focusing on the lead. Granted, I only had one bachelorette to focus on. But yeah. Mike, as you know, I would have focused on one, like, yeah, regardless sure. of there, whether there was two, I would have gone with the one that I, I was, I connected with the most and, and just stayed with that choice. Um, definitely stay out of the drama. And Yep, yep. You know, just stay true to myself, be vulnerable, be open, be yourself. I mean, but nothing can prepare you for this experience, right? Like, I mean, it's Heck right. no. you think you think you know and then you go in and yeah, everything changes. Yeah. My my advice will be for since you've already done the show now, I'll give you advice for here moving forward. Um one, just be one. Don't take the criticism too harshly and don't take the praise too highly. Yes. Stay okay. even killed. Yeah. Stay even like killed. That. Uh, That's good. Two, treat the women how your mom told you to be, you know? <laughs> and Absolutely. Tact. Tact, baby. That's key word. Yeah. <laughs> you know, tact, right? Um, and then three, don't date nobody for clout. Do not date nobody for clout. Only date someone because you truly like them for them. Yeah. That's my only advice. Sure. But with that being said, you know, we have a little segment on this show called Dropping Gems. And so we would love to hear what do you have for us today? Dropping gems? Yes. What's the gem for today? Oof. Dang. That's that's it. I haven't thought about that. Um could be a story, a quote, a moment, something that you live your life by. Um Yeah, I mean, look, like at the end of the day. I, I'm, I'm becoming more spiritual as a person, you know, like I definitely feel as if following, having that, having, having that guidance in life is, is key because if you don't have the guidance, you're kind of lost. Um, my, my, my gem is just continue to just follow the light, give, give off the, the goodness that obviously your mom taught you that your parents have taught you, um, you know, and, and be, be real with people, but just be a fun, goofy, awesome person, and people will really like you, and they'll respect you for that, too. All right. Sweet, man. Sweet. I, I see, now i got to ask you this question. I heard that you read, like, 30, 40 books a year, and I'm an avid reader myself. So Damn. What's a yeah. recommendation? 30 to 40 Damn. books? <laughs> you hit them with uh, the camera hard. <laughs> I try to read a book a week, um, and I'm going to start posting up some. I, want, I mean, I want to start, like, doing, like, videos, like, for, like, books I've been, been reading or um, or cooking videos or something like that. Like in your life, I'm just gonna ask you here yeah, when you do cooking videos, if you need basil, don't use the basil that you have that you're wearing. That's all I'm asking. Oh. I'm not gonna watch <laughs> that was a fig leaf. That was a fig leaf. Uh, 
Oh, shoot. Let's see. So You like, said it was cold that day, so I was helping you out. <laughs> here's one thing, too. If you guys are trying to read, if you guys are trying to read books and, and try to get them done, when you're in the car, just just listen to audiobooks, too. That's what I do. Like, I got a That's list of just audiobooks that I just constantly am, yeah. like, plugging away. Like, some some of the books I like to read, like Extreme Ownership, a couple of U.S. Navy SEALs, um, mm-hmm. The Power of Now, which is, talks about just being in the present moment. Um, and I, I like to read a lot of real estate books, too, but, you know... One of the best ones is uh, Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. I think that's Grow a great rich. book to live by. Yeah. Another gem. But there you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, Jacob's we book club, man. I got to see it now. Start one. Start one. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's go. Uh, he, you will be the cover as well as the book club member. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not only the owner, but I'm also the president. You right. yeah. don't remember that. It might be too old for y'all. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, Jacob. Hey, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, you know, obviously you went through a little rough patch there on the show, but, you know, you apologize. We respect that. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best, man. I feel absolutely. I have a feeling that w- it's you. not the last time we'll be seeing you on our screens. I'm, I, I feel that it will be code on TV again for you one day. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I Fig hope leave. so, man. We'll Fig see. Leave. Mike, Brian, thank you guys so much for having me on. No, I appreciate you, homie. Be blessed. Take care, man. Thanks, guys. I'm glad that... Uh, Jacob, you know, said some things. I put him in the kitchen and he was able to handle the fire. You, know, yeah, you and I definitely asked him some questions respectfully. And he you know, gave his responses and he he apologized. He was flip-flopping a little bit back and forth there, you know. But uh, <laughs> we, were, I think we were definitely trying to get clarity there for a couple we of things. We were for certainly said, trying to get clarity just just because we want to understand. You know, we're, we're fans of the show as well. We just want to understand. And so I think that he tried his best to, you know, convey his thoughts and ultimately – you know, he knows what he did wrong. He knows what he wants uh, and is going forward. Or yeah, no, you I feel? Mean, we, we definitely put his feet to the fire there. Yeah. You know, obviously he regrets what he said and, you know, it wasn't in good taste. He, you know, he knows he messed up. So, you know, the first thing that he did was, you know, accept it and apologize. That's all. Which is all you can I, That's all, all you could do at the end of the day. You know, uh, Gabby deserved better than that. But, hey, listen, he's he's regretful. Um, hopefully he can learn from this and um, yeah, I mean, maybe moving forward, I think he could, you know, learn to be a little bit more aware. I know I said that word in the, on, on the po- pod earlier and, uh, you know, just be a little bit more sympathetic and empathetic to, you know, what a woman is going through in that situation. I'm, I'm certain. I think it'll, I think it'll help him moving forward. Yeah. I'm certain that he will, you know, take his lick. It ain't like he got punched. It was just a little lick. Yeah. You know, take his yeah. lick and keep it moving. He just seemed like to be yeah. a good human being. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I wish him the best. And uh, with that being said, I hope everybody out there enjoyed this episode. And thank you so much for tuning in. Hold on, you putting on D voice? <laughs> you know, we always love to hear your opinions, your stories, your insight. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow. Message us on social at Talking It Out, be as a bachelor in his national IG. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And baby, don't DM me no more. See, that's subscribe. We love y'all.